ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hi, everyone. This is Kyla. Today we are starting our 21-day devotional through the eyes of the last disciple. Let's get started. All right. So thank you for joining us today. Today, I am here with my sister-in-law, Kyla, and Pastor Devon. Hello. Hey, everybody. And and, um, we'll be doing the podcast today. So today is the first day of the 21-day devotional series going through the Gospel of John. Pastor Tom gave the message today, and um, I thought it was really good. I thought that, you know, he made some some good points and got uh, into dark versus light. And, um, you know, one of the things that that stood out to me is that he kind of went into about how, you know, light always triumphs. Light always is going to win. And we have all this evil stuff, this these monsters that, you know, are happening in our day, and um, it it's just comforting to know that, you know, God's word always prevails and it always triumphs. That is, but how are you just going to skip over the whole thing about Monsters, Inc.? I you mean, how are, Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> how are you going to skip over that? That I was know. a great introduction. I, I do like and, Monsters, Inc. Yes, and especially when he talked about how smart his granddaughter was uh, Which one? when she knew. Which one? Did well, he, he, didn't, hey, he, he, didn't didn't, he didn't specify. It's Remy. Which, it's Remy, wow. <laughs> wow. He didn't specify which granddaughter. Let me make that clear. But how much smarter his granddaughter was about knowing that light would triumph. That was like, that that was really a uh, just an eye opener for me. Yeah, she's so profound. Is she not? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> representing today. Representing today. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Let's keep that going, okay? Okay, all right, all right. That's right. <laughs> now, um, so he. one of the questions that I wanted to get into is so, how do you see spiritual darkness infiltrating our lives and the church? Well, one of the things I'm going to just point out right away, you actually talked about in the devotional that you gave this morning, um, that when you talked about the um, sexuality, how do you recognize yourself? I believe that that is one of the biggest ways that we are um, starting to suffer in darkness as a church. Um, not knowing our identity which that's one of the reasons why we're walking through the this um, 21 days. That's one of the reasons why we're walking through this study of John is to be able to identify ourselves through Christ. Um, and I believe that, that is one of the biggest ways that I'm seeing darkness creep in to the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's sometimes it, it's so subtle, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that happens. Um, and it was just, a, I think what you said, a good reminder of just the whole Alice in Wonderland uh, Mm -hmm. comparison, which I don't think I've ever seen that movie. (laughs) But, uh, you know, just, you know, she she remembered where she started. She knew who she was, Mm -hmm. you know. And then if we keep reminding ourselves our identity is in Christ, you know, as these things, like you had mentioned, creep into the church, uh, we know who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And that it's a good good job, bro. <laughs> yeah, great job. Thanks. Well, but you know, no, yeah, I I think that you're right. That that is something that you know when you talk about how we identify our identity, and you know, society, the world wants to give us you can identify this way or this way, or you can de- de- identify you know by these characteristics or by this. But you know, the church or through Christ is never an option they give you. It's it's when they're trying to change the way that you. I, where your identity lies, it's, you know, in what they can put into specific boxes and it's what they can, you know, classify you or they can, you know, label you as this. And so it's, 
it's interesting to see how how that you know changes over time how you know it it's going to change in the future and it wasn't the same in the past of how people identified themselves or how they what they found their their strong you know role their value in and so yeah i definitely agree that is definitely one of the darkness that i could see infiltrating the church and and Church and I think we well. all like we want an identity. We all long for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's healthy to like want that. It's just making sure what our identity is in, right? Where that know? identity is rooted yeah. in, right? And I think sometimes when you ch- have to change, you know, if there's life things that come along, you know, big things, mm-hmm. and you have to change your identity because you were in one way, you know, you wouldn't really have to if it re- your identity was really in Christ from the beginning. And Agreed. so they're not, you know, when big hard stuff happens and you if Christ learn. is in you right then you will return to that original right that original yeah. identity that original identification yeah, of who you are completely yeah. agree with that mm-hmm. he even talked about that in in the sermon how um one of the things that we would consider a darkness that was creeping into the to the original church was that old way mm-hmm. the the Jewish faith how they identify more as um Abraham's um, you know, descendants versus children of Yahweh. Yeah. So that was one of the ways that darkness was creeping in there. I, had, I didn't even really think about that before, but that is absolutely, even now when you talk to someone um, of that, of that, um, of that faith, that is how they identify themselves. That's one of the first things that they say um, in identification. Interesting. Yeah. I found that very interesting. Yeah. And so um, he goes into that. Uh, John was, you know, talking against the the Gnostics, the pagan gods, the first century Jews, um, and one of the uh, quotes that I, I wrote down that he said is that sometimes we get lost in the dark, anxious about the future, fearful about making a mistake, but the wisdom of the Word, the one who brought order out of chaos, and when you know when we think about how, you know, the Word. God gave us the word that God gave us, you know, the word became flesh and um, he gave us that to, to be that comfort, to be that, that, you know, that rock that's not going to, to waver. It's, it's something that brings, like you said, it brings order out of all of this chaos. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the, the monsters are at the time or the, you know, the issues of the day, you know, that is, that is solid. Um, but anything else on the, the, the message today that really stood out to either of you? Um, I definitely um, really liked the part where we talked whenever he just mentioned when you're doing uh, Christian things, like don't lose Christ in it. Right. And that was such a good reminder for me because, you know, I participate in so many different levels of ministry and um, sometimes you go through the motions um, and, and you want to, you know, but like sometimes you forget like, oh, wait. I'm doing this for Christ, mm-hmm. not for, you know, and I think we're all guilty of that, you know, you, um, you know, or you can be, maybe not all of us, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I'm, not all of us, I but. mean, I feel like, you know, it was just a good reminder where, uh, you know, don't lose sight when you're doing your Christian things that Christ is fully the center of it. So. Which speaks to his challenge, right? Uh, one of the things that really stood out to me is how much time he talked about Jesus being the word. Right. He right. talked about that over and over and over again, reading mm-hmm. um, John 1 through 5, John first chapter 1 through 5, and he read that just over and over again. But what really stood out to me is when he when we pointed to what Jesus is not. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, I mean, I had to write down a few, Jesus is not a created angel, mm-hmm. right? Because I know that there are certain sects that that that, that define him as just that. Right, he was just another created angel that 
um, that God sent down to the earth to do some things, right? But we know he's not that. Um, he is not simply a prophet, which we know that there are certain religions that do do recognize Jesus, but they recognize him as a prophet, and that is not him. He's always been. He always has been. So that was something else that, that came. But for me, it is that he is not this, this, this diminished aspect of a person for me because sometimes I want to put a, pull him down and put him on my level, and sometimes put him in a box of who he is when he is truly the light of the world. So when I reflect on him being the light of the world— it expands how we know how light, you know, once you open up a box that has light in it, right? Mm-hmm. What happens? The whole room lights up. Mm-hmm. So when I open up that box that I've put Jesus in and he becomes who he truly is, and that's the light of the world for me. So I'm I'm going to just challenge myself not to keep putting him in that box, diminishing his light, diminishing, uh, diminishing who he is to me and who I hope that he is to other people around me, who I can reflect that he is. That's my hope for myself when it comes to that. Mm, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Better than um, mine. <laughs> so, um, Preach, Pastor Devon. <laughs> so Pastor Tom also called us to a fast. And um, are you guys going to fast? And if so, what are you going to fast? Oh, man. Fasting is so difficult for me. Let me just yeah. be real. <laughs> yeah. he, and he called us to a partial fast, right? So you would think that that would take off some of the pressure. Yeah. But it does not. But yeah. Eric forced us as a men's group to participate in the past a few months back. He, oh. he challenged us. And that, it was just a 36-hour, yeah, it was forced. I don't care what you say. <laughs> but it was it was just a 36-hour fast, I think is what it was. And when I say it was challenging, it was challenging. So when, and I think that was the longest that I fasted. I really do think that was the longest that I fasted. But I'm going to fast from things that I have noticed lately that has um, brought some darkness. TikTok. Oh. Now, I love my TikTok. Yeah. I, I will spend all day on my TikTok. <laughs> I will, I will, that's how I get my news. That's okay. how I get the post of what's going I'm on sure in the, the world. The news is, the, you get you some know, solid right, information right. from some TikTok. Solid information, right. <laughs> news you can back up, you know. But I'm going to fast from TikTok. I'm also going to, um, I am going to fast um, some meals. I'm going to do that. And I'm, I've also promised for these 21 days, I'm going to spend 21 days walking with God. So literally walking. Um, and talking, just him and I, um, out on the street, on a treadmill, whatever, however I get it done, but just 21 minutes a day of just him and I. So That's awesome. I, that's, like, that's me that's trying to be creative really and good. get it done for these next 21 days. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? You know, I mean... For me, it's it's the ice cream. I've I gotta knew you give, were going to say that. You gotta give ice cream up. has a hold oh, on it you. It does, and it's every night. It's a routine. I love it, and so it, that's a true sacrifice. I mean, mm. I skipping a meal. I feel like is, you can do that and be okay. Yeah, like <laughs> I do that a lot, <laughs> so I don't feel like it's it's a true sacrifice. But last year when we did this, um, you know, I really took the time. And really did pray when I normally would sit and eat ice cream and mm. really read the Bible, you know, like sat there and took that time to do it. Um, and you'd be surprised what God can show you when you when you fast. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool. So I encourage oh, yes. you out there. I know if you want to give up ice cream, give it up with me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to walk through this fast. What are you giving up, bro? Um, well, no, I wanted to say. So when we did our fast last time in the men's group, uh, we were reading the spiritual disciplines book, mm-hmm. and so it was one of those. You know, we're reading something. Maybe we should actually put it into <laughs> practice. And so you know, this is what we're doing here: is we're putting something into practice rather than just you know reading scripture. What I think is. It's great. And so um, I, I actually really like that, um, the, the walking idea, the 21 minutes of walking. Um, I think that would be 
something I might join you with uh, okay. trying to do that. Um, I haven't decided what I'm going to to fast yet. Um, been thinking of a few things. I'm gonna I'm gonna come to a conclusion at the end of the day. So <laughs> give it a little bit um, to see. But but yeah, no, um, no. I think I think that's good. I think that it's you know like like I said, it's a it's a spiritual discipline that we should all engage with and practice mm-hmm. with, and you know lean on God through it because it's such it is such a powerful tool that we can use to, you know, reveal things to us, to, to grow closer to God. It's, there's so many positive aspects about it that, um, I don't think that we utilize enough. And so, um, so pastor Tom spent a lot of time dealing with the significance of Jesus, uh, being identified as the word. He gave us four assurances that light would defeat darkness. He said, um, the power of God, the wisdom of God, the presence of God, the word is a life giver. Are there Amen. any one of those four that kind of uh, resonate with you or um, that you've kind of connected with throughout your uh, the sermon today? You don't want to say anything, <laughs> Kyla? Uh, <laughs> all of them. All of them resonated? Yeah. So, Eric, which one resonated with you the most? I think I think just the the presence of God, the, that one kind of stood out to me as being— um, just something that I, I don't recognize enough and I don't sit with enough. And, you know, it's it's one of those that, you know, you get so busy throughout the day, even just a moment of of silence is mm-hmm. is rare in a household of three kids and, you know, mm-hmm. jobs and all that. And so um I think that just that just stood out to me today, just realizing that, you know, the presence of God is such an important thing and it is just such a uh, a comfort in knowing that all of these Things of darkness, all these you know evils, tragedies of the world are all you know not not going to stand up against the light of yeah. of the word and the light of Jesus. And so, um, yeah, that stood out to me. For me, I think it was the wisdom of the word. Um, I think we, for me personally, um, I uh, you know just through the life, my last couple of years have gone it has gotten chaotic, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. it's been a healing journey. And so I think, you know, the reminder that, you know, if you feel alone in the dark, you're not, you know, and, and the, the word will never leave you. And so that is, you know, important for me personally that there's some wisdom behind, behind the word and really holding tight to that. I would have to jump on um, Eric's bandwagon and say the presence. Um, sometimes we elude from his presence because, you know, we don't consider God a tangible God. Um, and often because we can't touch him, we can't feel him, you know, you know, that physical touch is what we believe. But when we're actually, when we're actually in the presence of God and the things that are revealed in the presence of God have been profound for me, just sitting in being in that presence, um, taking a moment to sit back and be in that presence has been just, uh, has been changed. It has helped to change me and change my, my perspective of who he is and what he can do, the power of God, Yeah, right. That has, that has really resonated with me just as of late, yeah. especially um, when I think about my testimony, I was able to share my testimony with a friend yesterday, which I never thought I would just be able to do. Never even thought it would just be significant to him, but um, it just reminded me just how powerful it is when you just trust mm-hmm. God. Sure. You just trust him. So. Well, the presence of God in your 21 days or 21 minutes of walking mm. every day. Well, so 
Maybe I should do that. Hey. 21, hey. 21 hey. minutes. Start the challenge. Come on, 21 let's go. minutes. Are we all challenging each other? Look at us, a little podcast crew. We'll all do it. Our 21 minutes of walking. Let's do it. And it's let's healthy. There, I we mean. there we go. There we go. Now, uh, Pastor Tom also gave us a 2023 challenge. Yes. And he says, make it your goal to merge your church world with the rest of your world. And Pastor Tom just gave, or Pastor Devon just gave a perfect example of how he did that, sharing his testimony mm-hmm. with a friend. And I was thinking of that as a, you know, a perfect way to help merge those two, um, you know, sharing that with your your friend, even when, you know, you don't feel like it's, you know, that, you know, relevant at, re- relevant at the time. It might be something that they need to hear. It might be something that connects you a little bit more. Um, and so just being open with that, being vulnerable with that and, um, yeah. Is there any other ways that you are going to, um, make that challenge real for you guys? Well, I, I don't think I have much of a choice because he's given it to us <laughs> yeah. as a challenge, right? But when he talked about being gym, you know, have, having that separate, having work separate, you know, having all those things separate. I mean, having my different groups of friends that just never, ever merge that's absolutely true in my life. And it's not that I'm, I'm hanging out at the bar. I can't say that. I don't do that. Maybe, you know, I was about to say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, wherever you're just going with that. <laughs> exactly. Pastor Tom will be calling me after he does this. Um, but merging, merging those worlds so that that light can truly shine. I think that that, that is going to be, it's going to be hard for me. Because I'm, I'm a private person, yeah. but I'm a private person over here. I'm a private person over there, and I'm yeah. a private person over here. So having to merge those worlds, that is going to be a challenge for yeah. me. Sharing my testimony is a challenge for me. What I went through was what I went through, right? But what I went through is just not for me. It is for someone else. That's the point of the testimony. So having to merge those worlds and be expressive about all of my worlds, man, yeah, that's going to provide some... That, that's that's going to... Pull me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like whenever you have two friends and they're totally different mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't really want them to meet. Like, maybe but you we have such meet. a good time then, with but the then each when you one, bring, right? Yeah. But then if you bring them all together, it's like, is it going to work? <laughs> and I take the challenge. That's right. Let's try uh, yeah, it. Because we can all be best friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. What about you? Um. So, for me, I think that... You know, I, I go into my part of my job is going into people's homes and, um, you know, with my job, it's kind of time based where I you know have to hit a certain metric and get in, get out kind of thing um, and do the job that I, you know, am asked to do. And then so but I think just spending a little bit more time, you know, I have on instance, you know, oh, what's this picture over here? What what's this? And I'll see like a cross or I'll see like, you know, a Bible sitting mm-hmm. out. And so just. I think just merging those two worlds with, for me, would just be spending a little extra time not being so focused on, you know, just getting in, getting out and allowing those conversations to happen by um, just, yeah, giving space for for those to, to happen a little bit in my, my work environment. Being vulnerable to those. You know, I, I work in the public and there are times I'm just being stupid, whether I'm I'm shopping or, you know, I'm at work. And then someone, after I'm being stupid, I've said something funny or I just, you know, like I'm really a funny guy. But <laughs> when I said something that, you know, that somebody will come up behind me and say, hey, aren't you the pastor over at Centerpoint? And I'm like, ah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. I had a dance challenge a couple of weeks in Dollar Tree with, uh. with a kid that I knew. And then a lady comes up and says, 
Pastor Devon, right? Like, oh. yep. Can't get away with anything. <laughs> That's me. That's Even me. a dance concert. Right. Do you, want, do, you want to, do you want to be a part of this dance challenge? You know, so merging those worlds is going to be a little, um, going to be a little difficult for me, but I'm going to make space. I'm going to make room for it. Awesome. Um, so I just want to encourage you all to follow along with us for this 21 day devotional through the gospel of John. And, um, you know, we'll continue to do the podcast each week and you can follow along with us, but just some takeaways. Just remember that, um, God, the word is light, you know, dispelling all the darkness, you know, you can lean on that comfort and knowing that, you know, light is always going to triumph over that. And, you know, make sure that, you know, you join us with the fast and make sure that you're going through uh, 21 days of a partial fast or fasting something that, you know, is appropriate for you and that you continue to follow along with us for the podcast. And, and I think one more thing, if you don't have a book um, to do the 21 day devotional, um, there's, yeah, there's a couple ways you can get mm-hmm. it. You can email us at info at cpchurch.net and the church will get a book out to you. Or you can go right onto Amazon and get that book. Um, and you can get it if you order today, which is what, uh, January 15th, you'll get it by Tuesday. And again, the book is called Through the Eyes of the Last Disciple by Dr. Thomas Walker. There you go. All right, guys. See you next week. See you next week, guys. Have a good one.